0: This is Rewired Radio with Erica Spiegelman, addiction and wellness specialist, motivational speaker and author, helping individuals, couples and families regain a sense of control, leading to personal growth, wellness, and a
1: more fulfilling life. Here's Erica Spiegelman. Welcome, everyone. Whether it's quitting your job, leaving your partner, or committing to confront your addiction, taking a risk is not easy. But taking that scary leap of faith can change your life in profound ways. My guest today, Shelby Stenger, is an inspiration to us all who are looking for the courage to go after our dreams. Shelby left a successful career in international marketing to pursue her passion of writing and traveling internationally. She is the host of Wild Ideas Worth Living, which is a podcast that aims to be empowering, informative, and very helpful. Shelby is here today to talk to us about how we all can build a tribe of people who support making more positive life decisions, from the food we eat to the people we surround ourselves with and all of that. So, Shelby, welcome to the show. I'm so honored to have you with me today and excited. Well, thank you for having me.
0: I love this show. Um, yeah, I'm
1: excited. Uh, good. Well, there's. I mean, I can't even begin to like even get into where to start because you've had you know, you've had such an amazing life so far. You've you've done so much. Um, you know, can you tell us a little bit about in your own words about your your old job and all the adventures you went on and what kind of led you to to this podcast and to this second kind of chapter in your life in terms of a career?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a big question, but but really I had a great job. I was working at Vans, uh, um, iconic shoe company. I started there as a journalist for Vans Warp Tour when I was fresh out of college eventually moved into international marketing, was traveling all around the world, and, and I love the people. I still love the people who work at Vans, but I had gone to school for journalism and had always been a writer, so I really wanted to write. It's just that Vans is such a good company. I took that job, um, and eventually, after a few years, I, I really wanted to go back into writing. And I wasn't sure how, so I started freelancing early in the morning, late at night, and I just knew I, I needed to do this full-time. Um, Quitting in 2009 at the height of the recession when I had an amazing job made no sense on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually, you know, I, 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 it was a calculated risk. I'm not going to say I just quit my job overnight. It took me about two years, uh, some tears, definitely, <laughs> um, a lot mm-hmm. of and con lists that didn't make sense. And, and eventually I got the courage to, to quit. And really there's this saying. That, that really helped me. Someone gave me a plaque with a quote from Martin Luther King and it said, faith is knowing when to take the first step even if you can't see the whole staircase. And I, I had no idea one, yeah. how I was going to pay my bills when I quit my job. Uh, writing doesn't pay a lot of money. Um, but literally the day I, I decided to quit my job, I had been putting tools in place and freelancing on the side and one magazine picked up a story that, and that magazine had a big title to it. So I knew if I'd picked that magazine I'd be able to pitch other magazines. But long story short, I got invited the day I decided to quit my job to go to Indonesia and surf waves I'd never seen in my life with a group of gorgeous men. So it was like a dream mm-hmm. come true. Um, <laughs> it wasn't always easy after that, but but um I, I thought it was going to be that easy after that. And uh, there was some easy times. There was definitely some hard times. But really, I love writing. I think that stories are really, really powerful and can mm-hmm. be transformative. And I've always loved listening to other people's stories about how they've come to do whatever it is that they do. Um, mm-hmm. I just find people really fascinating. So I'm sure you do, Absolutely. too, because you have your own show. Um, yeah. And, and you know, this year, I, I love writing magazine stories. I've been writing magazine stories, you know, pretty much since I was, since 1996, I've been publishing in magazines. Wow. And um, I love them, but they're quick. They're like 500 words each. What I really wanted to do is tell longer stories. And I love conversations with people. And there's another quote that I really like that by Jim Rohn, who says, you're the sum mm-hmm. of the five people you spend the most time with. And, and I got, I thought about that a lot. And, you know, we can't always control our family or who we hang out with at work, but we can definitely control the people we listen to on the news. And so I wanted mm-hmm. to put out stories of, positive people going after their dreams that were totally unconventional. I really wanted to go after the stories where people said, Oh my God, you're crazy for doing what, what you do. So those are the yeah. types of people I now interview on a podcast, wild ideas worth living. And it's everyone from a couple who sailed around the world, and quit their jobs to a woman who decided one day she just wanted to ski around the world. And along the way, she broke a record, fell in love. And now she has this huge book deal and she's touring around the world right now. Um, to surfer for Bethany Hamilton, who had lost mm-hmm. her arm to a tiger shark, and she's continuing to surf really big waves. So there's all sorts of different people on the show. Most are adventurers.
1: Amazing! It's so amazing, but it, but it's uh, oh my gosh, yeah, I really it really is, and and I agree with so much of this. You know, I mean, all of it actually, but so much I wanted to speak to, which is which is controlling kind of what information we take in. I mean, I think now in this day day and age of social media and Instagram and you know all, all this stuff, it's we could we could either you know, cause ourselves some great deal of anxiety and, and kind of taking in, obviously, with what's going on in the news today, content that creates stress or inspiration, like what you're, what you're providing for people. And and hopefully what, what I'm providing is, I, you know, especially with these podcasts, I mean, the, the reason I wanted to do this was to talk to people that were inspiring the world of health and wellness and changing the world of recovery. And, you know, so I think it's, I think it's so wonderful that you're sharing this with our audience, that everybody has the power to create what it is that they take in and what kind of energy they, they, they have around them. You know, I think yeah, it's so I important.
0: You brought up a good point with social media. I mean, social media is one of those things right now that's really hard to avoid. Um, yes. Especially when you have a show. Now, if I could go off social media, I would <laughs> totally go off of it. But, um, but you can't right now. Um, and I think social media causes a lot of anxiety for people. It's like just, giant comparison mechanism people only post pictures when they're happy and doing cool stuff and you know it's not really real life you just have to remember that yeah Um, yeah
1: exactly and,
0: and you can also choose what social media you follow you know you can be really picky
1: hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people just need to be mindful of that. Like you're saying, it's 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 like, you know, sometimes we feel bombarded by information that we don't want, but but really to kind of take the reins of your life in a lot of ways. And, and like even living your own wildest dreams is is really something that's obtainable. I mean, I, I was looking at this quote the other day that I wanted to to bring up with you, um, which is, you know, a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. And then a goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. And then a plan backed by action makes your dreams come true. And it's kind of, that's kind of reminded me of you because that's exactly what kind of, it sounds like you did. Well, thanks.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie and sugarcoat this. Like I, I hit my own personal bottom, you know, I, my yeah. mom works in drug and alcohol prevention, so I, I wasn't drinking, but I'm sure I would have. Um, I was yeah. really unhappy. I had a great job, but I wasn't happy. And um, I, I just found myself sort of feeling numb and bored and I think being bored is enough. You know, one of the girls I just interviewed, Def Jagger wrote this book about skiing around the world. That's, that's her line. She didn't hit like her proverbial bottom when she decided to quit her job and ski around the world. She just wanted a greater life. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, as as people, sometimes we get a little confused with when we, when we have the courage to leap, it's, it can be just because you want to make the leap. It doesn't have to be because you have to make the leap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. because you work in addiction, um, making positive choices daily really is is important. Um, and we don't have to wait till we hit our bottom to do that.
1: Mm-mm. No, not at all. That, not at all. But that's people, something I yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. You you don't you don't have to. But for some reason, a lot of people do. They they wait because <laughs> they're afraid of failure, or they're afraid of success, or they're afraid of you know, whatever the outcome is. And I think, um, you know, also this, this art of making a decision, (laughs) you know, it's like, when is the time right to do anything really? I mean, that's a major question. I always ask myself, when is the right time to quit your job or to, you know, get married or to, you know, move or to clean out your closet? Like when is the right time? It's just a matter of what, what, what is your advice? Like what was, what can you, what can you speak to for our audience to kind of get them to see that there is, there is a way to kind of, I don't know what, be more intuitive with yourself or to be more connected to your own inner voice. So you don't have to hit a bottom.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I, I really did have a lot of tears when I made this decision and it was hard and I had like pretty, I had full depression. I, I mean, for me, it got to that point and I, I did hit my bottom and I, I think for other decisions I've made in my life, it's just been being really quiet and saying, gosh, this feels right. And it's just, it sounds so cliche, but it's this gut feeling inside your heart. And you have to be willing to give yourself the room to be quiet. I think that's probably the best advice I have is, you know, we give ourselves room to take time off when we're sick, but while you're Mm -hmm. healthy, give yourself time to start manifesting what you really want. And I think if you do that and you get really quiet, your gut and your heart will tell you a lot of things. And I mean, I guess I'm a little cheesy. Like I have a vision board I do every year and I put pictures of things that. that I want in my life, things that I like. And it's so weird. I'll go back years later and I'm like, I'm friends with that girl or I interviewed her. And it's a picture mm-hmm. of someone I cut out in a magazine. Um, That's so cool. Or it's a person doing a handstand. And I'm like, Man, three years ago, I didn't think I could ever do a handstand. Now I do them all the time. Um, they're simple things, but I think you said, you said it first, like you got to get quiet and you got to give yourself the time to be quiet. So if it's blocking out an hour in your schedule, you know, once a week to just be quiet and daydream and have fun or going on a run, but, but you have to, you actually have to like do the work and start thinking about what you want and then you need to go make it happen. Um, right. We think a lot about like what we're going to buy for, dinner or our grocery list, or we work a lot on our work that we get paid to do. And I think it's really important to set a t- time aside, set aside time to work on the things that we want to manifest as well.
1: I love that you said that. It's so true. I think people get so caught up with, with... Oh gosh, being busy and working and and right and and things that are kind of outside themselves a little bit. And yes, it does affect them internally. But what about the real internal things of the growth, the the meaningful life that we all do really want? Um, that that has to be tended to just as much. I always say to people like that are in recovery or or recovering from something. I always say it doesn't matter what kind of recovery plan or, or program or whatever it is that you're doing, as long as you're feeding your mind, body and spirit equally, you know, all the time, because I think mm. that is really what keeps, keeps us in balance. You know, that's, That's why I wrote my book, Rewired, because it wasn't about preaching anything, but but about giving people ingredients so that we could try everything that's out there and then understand that there's so many things that we can use to feed ourselves. It's just a matter of putting those things into practice in a routine or, you know, discovering something that like lights you up. I'm sure you have since you've given yourself now time and space to, to kind of do what you need to do, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: I love surfing. So if I go surfing, I can solve the world's problems, like, after a surfing. It's it's crazy. Yeah. But, I, but I've allowed myself the time to, like, put surfing in my life. Um, same with yoga. Same with running. And and I think starting lines, you know, starting lines are really important. So that that, that guest, I'm quoting her again, but she just gave me such a good talk. She said, you know, starting lines are often more important than finish lines. So really, once you start, for me, it's always starting that's hard. Um, yeah. Starting a project, quitting my job. That's the hard part once you do that the rest is easy it's easier yeah let's put it that way
1: right right and and how do you um, carve out the time I know there's a lot of people listening that that do struggle with um, time management and maybe even procrastination on some of the things they they should be doing or want to be doing for themselves but just like surfing for instance I know it's um I know it's hard to to kind of well it's always different the waves are different but how, how do you make the time for yoga and surfing and and the things that kind of let you up yeah
0: that's a That's a good question. Um, I eat the frog first. So whatever I have to do that's the hardest that day, whether it's a writing assignment or an interview, I do that first so that I have room to do. For me, I know surfing is easy. I'll, I'll make time to surf. Just like Mm -hmm. I'll always do the work that I'm getting paid to do. No problem. So what I try to do is do the work. Like I'll work on, I've been working on a book project. I don't get paid Mm -hmm. to do that, but it's really important for me to do it. I do that first because I know I'm going to do the assignment that I'm getting paid to do because I like making money next um right I have to make money um surfing for me is um you know yoga is great because I can go to a class and I just schedule it in and if I actually have to go somewhere and if I'm paying to do it um yeah some reason like when I have to pay to do something I show up um Uh Uh surfing I'm lucky I live on the beach so that's pretty easy for me to fit in right now I just that go is. and it looks good um and I jump it even if it's yeah. for two waves I get it in. right but I'm really right. lucky right now and and I haven't always been this lucky but we moved to a shack right near the beach and it's near the beach oh, so oh, we don't awesome. care that
1: it's a shack it's awesome right exactly because you wake <laughs> up with the waves Yes. exactly that's wonderful that's wonderful and even but even you know Even choosing to live by the beach improves your quality of life, it sounds like, because you're somebody that is connected with nature and that obviously likes to actually be in nature. So um, making those choices, too, I feel like would help your overall happiness to kind of, you know, manifest that or at least set that as a goal for some people.
0: Yeah, I think I think you need to decide what makes you happy in life and then just absolutely go after it. I know it sounds like really cliche and really easier said than done, but I have to take I took a lot of time to just do a lot of work on myself. And, you know, I've, I've always actually been envious of people who can go to treatment center and get help. I'm like, why, why can't anybody, just, this should be a treatment center for everybody um, mm-hmm. recovery mm-hmm. centers and AA, everyone should be able to do all of these things and work on themselves. I think it's so important. Um, and I gave myself a lot of time to really work on myself and find the things that made me happiest. And, you know, now, I meditate. One thing I do every morning is I meditate for five minutes. I just do five minutes of meditation. The rest of my day, I'm so much more productive. I'm about 60% more productive if I meditate mm-hmm. for five minutes in the morning.
1: And that's so, so that's I mean, really that's important. so doable. Yeah. I mean, and that's like five so minutes. Doable. I mean, Exactly. I mean, I, I always tell people, too, it's like brushing your teeth, like you make the time to do that. So, you know, make these things kind of like a priority. And, and like what when I was saying before, like, you know, what I found, too, is especially my own, my own life with my own story, my own, my own experiences of changing my own life. Um, You know, even when I was writing a book, it was a dream that I always had. I was a literature major, like, like you always wrote, but didn't know how that would come to fruition, you know. And then I realized um that there wasn't specific information out there in the recovery world that I was sharing and that I wanted more people to know about. So I said, you know what, I'm going to write a book. And, and it was a dream that, that, when I put I put it down on paper with a date saying by next year I'm gonna have a manuscript became a goal and then that goal you know I broke it down into steps I, I bought a computer i I made an outline huh. you know became became a plan and then the plan you know was you know in, in place and then all of a sudden it, it came it came to be and then I you know taking action every day and making time to write like you said and making it a priority and then it came true so it, it's just amazing I want everybody to know this that you know I was in a deep dark hole it sounds like you were in in a very dark place as well that any of us can really you know look at our lives like step by step if that helps and and manifest what they want or create what they want and i just i just always want to encourage people to go after those dreams
0: yeah and i I think one thing i mean it's so admirable that you wrote a book because writing a book is really hard i mean i've tried and abandoned it several times sometimes you got to know when to walk away like it wasn't making Mm -hmm. me happy at a certain point forcing something and I had to sure. walk away, but I think one thing I did when I was in my deep dark hole is I got help. Um, yeah, I thought that getting help for depression was really weak and I don't know why. I mean, it's just this jock mentality, I guess that I, I kind of had, um, my mom's a social worker, so she didn't teach me that, Um uh, she thought getting help was really, really brave yeah. and strong. Right. Um, but yeah, getting help and having people around you that are your support has been really key for me. Um, You know, we're, we're all connected and doing things all alone is really hard. And what's interesting is in my field, um, adventure and outdoor sports, you know, there's not a lot of talk about addiction and depression and, but Mm -hmm. it's so interesting because there's a lot of adventurers I interview and a lot of them have addiction or suffered from depression. And, you know, we, we don't always know what people are dealing with, but Mm -hmm. I think we're more common than we all think. So if you think you're alone and you're in like the darkest hole possible, truth is, is there's a lot of people who are having a hard time at times. Um, so I think also telling your truth and getting help mm-hmm. is really important.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, absolutely. and And like you said, You are not alone. That is for sure. I thought I was, but then I realized, oh my God, there's millions of people that are (laughs) that feel misunderstood or that you know need that need help with this. So yes, and and reaching out is such a courageous act, and not something that anybody should ever be ashamed of. Um, I've been also wanting to ask you is like interviewing Bethany um, Hamilton and interviewing people that are adventurers and and athletes and you know these these incredible inspiring people, and they tell you their stories of of how they have you know um, explored in ways which all of us kind of just literally daydream about? Does it make you want to like get up and get out and and do things, or do you feel like you um, kind of live vicariously through them?
0: Because <laughs> I no, feel like I would I mean, absolutely it makes me want to go do something. I'm interviewing a girl today who's the first paraplegic American to to medal gold in the summer and winter games. And I just watched a wow. video on her in 60 minutes. Her name is Alana Nichols and it shows her surfing. And for her to get to the surf, she basically has to crawl out of her car, um, crawl, and put her legs, like lift her legs up onto a wave ski, which is a type of surfboard. And then she pushes herself into the waves. And I mean, her experience to go surfing is, is mind blowing. And right. um, I was up in the water, you know, as fast as I possibly has ever been, you know, in months after watching her. I mean, I think interviewing these athletes completely inspires me. I mean, watching Bethany Hamilton paddle with one arm into waves that I could, I have really actually have no desire to serve is absolutely Mm -hmm. inspiring. And I think that's why I think it's so important to surround yourself with positive people. You know, like Bethany Hamilton is a hard person to hang out with. She's really busy, but you know, I can interview her and I can listen to stories of her. Um, Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of people that I surround myself with that I'm not, you know, necessarily friends with, like I listened to Tony Robbins podcast and I feel like he's my buddy now. I've, I've never met him, but
1: you know, <laughs> it's
0: surrounding yourself with these, these positive people, um, really yeah. encourages you to be better. It's just like if you were a little kid playing on the playground and there was someone who ran faster than you and you kept running with them, eventually, you know, he pushed you or she pushed you. I don't know. Um, yeah. so yeah. yeah, those to answer your question, um, interviewing people who, who are positive completely pushes pushes me I I don't really live vicariously through any of them although I did just interview a guy who runs marathon he runs almost a marathon every day he's gonna run a marathon in every country wow. next year and it definitely motivated me to go running but I have no desire yeah. to run a marathon in every country around the world like, yeah. that fun. Right.
1: <laughs> so mild mildly pushes and influences but yeah exactly but but I feel like once seeds are always planted in our heads, we run with them, you know, I mean, for better, or for worse, which, you know, thank gosh, you're you're interviewing people for better, you know, they're inspiring people. So that's, that's awesome. And, and where, so where do you find, you know, I mean, also, I was going to say, social media could be fantastic to be, in, to be inspired, you know, I mean, can yep. do you use it as something to be inspired? You know, I know, um, someone close to me followed these people that were a, a couple that that took a motorcycle and went literally all over South America and like, you know, and, and, cool. um, took off from their lives. And I think I probably created a blog about it all. Um, but, but I know it was just exciting for him to see like the pictures of all, you know, where they were on, on, just on this motorcycle, just with a backpack for, for months on end. And so, you know, I think, I think that that's, you know, we would have never heard that story unless we were on social media. So again, you know, encouraging all of us to kind of, uh, you know, get interested in, and in maybe people that, you know, have that same kind of desire, same hobbies that we are, that we're into, or that we want to kind of aspire to get into, which is, I think really cool.
0: Yeah. You were, you asking me, um, how I find these people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yes. And how, how do you find them? Yeah. I think it's a law of
0: attraction. Like when I walk into the room, I always find the person who's like both most adventurous, and who surfs, and who writes or ruts. Like I just, I yeah. seek them out, but I also talk to everyone. My mom, as a kid, my mom invited everyone to Thanksgiving dinner. So like the guys who bagged our groceries at the grocery store, the guys she met at the gym, I, she just talked to everybody. Yeah. So that's like probably the one talent I guess I have is like I can talk to anybody. I'm not a really like exceptional athlete, but I just mm-hmm. love talking to people. Um, so I, I find, I found one guy just from the story in the New York Times that emailed his agent. Um, I think when you're a journalist, it opens a lot of doors because you can say yeah. you write for X magazine and, you know, usually doors open, but people are generally pretty open to talk. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever anybody reaches out to me, I email them back. So yeah. um, I think oh, for totally. the most part, it's, it's pretty easy to find people. I, I meet people surfing. Um, I go to talk. I, I actually meet a lot of people at book signing. I've met a ton mm-hmm. of authors there and just talked to them and gave them my email and, you know, eventually met up with them years later. Yeah
1: yeah so so you do have to put a little action into it, obviously, which is
0: which oh, is oh yeah, a, I mean you know, I hustle we have to <laughs> straight up yeah. hustle every day all day, but,
1: but totally it. yeah it, it,
0: to me to me, like pitching or getting a guest or pitching a story in a magazine is like is like chasing a guy, like I love the chase. it's super fun, um
1: yeah, you know, and then. And, yeah, and it's exciting That's to build fun. these relationships too. You know, I, I there was a woman that um I found extre- well I, I still find her very inspiring and wise and intuitive and God she's a beautiful writer um uh, and and I had her on my show uh, her Instagram handles mindful m f t she's a she's a therapist oh, Vienna. Awesome. And and I just I loved her post and she has a huge following. And I said, you know what, I'm going to reach out to her because I want to have her on my podcast. <laughs> and, you know, and she responded and I actually met her when she came out to L.A. And anyway, she's just, just the loveliest person. And what you know, what a good dream come true, a full circle, somebody that, you know, inspires you to, to be able to have a chat with them and pick their brain a little bit. And that's the beauty, I think, of what's going on in our world today with with access to, to more people than we've ever had access to, you know. No, it's
0: true. It's so awesome. Social media. I've gotten a ton of stories through social media. I think people are actually really easy to get on Instagram. Um, direct message.
1: Yeah, for sure. For it's, sure.
0: It's well, an easy way to bypass agents too. Sometimes.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Shelby, I'm so I'm so excited to have had you on today. And I tell please tell everybody where they could find you, your your podcast website, and any, yeah, any thanks, Facebook, Instagram. Thanks, yeah. Thanks so
0: much for having me. So wildideasworthliving.com dot com is probably the best way that. My podcast you can reach me at Shelby at Wild dot com. I'm also at get wild on Twitter. I don't really use Twitter though. I'm get wild mm-hmm. I i Wild Ideas Worth Living on Instagram, Wild Ideas Worth Living on Facebook, or you can also find me at Shelby Stanger, Shelby dot com at Shelby Stanger. But really wild dot com, the new podcast is where I spend most of the time. I'd love it if you checked it out and let me know what you oh, think. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. I'm gonna be spending time there. A hundred percent. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that you, you have this platform and I'm so excited to be connected to you now. So we'll have all the information up on our site. You're listening to Rewired Radio on Radio MD. I'm Erica Spiegelman. Thank you all for joining us today and stay well.